Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Pop the popcorn, put on your comfiest pajamas, and grab a drink because it's time for a new episode of Sierra Unfiltered. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Sierra Unfiltered with Skylar and Sierra. Woo! The gang's all back together. Together but apart. (laughs) (laughs) Together but more than six feet away from each other. Way more than six feet. Skylar is in her house. I am in my house. Mm -hmm. We, if you're just listening to the audio version, we are on Google Hangout right now. So uh, it took us a little while to get this all set up. But now that we do, I think we can make this uh, a more often kind of thing. Yeah, I'm so excited. I feel like Nick Vile has been doing his podcast, The Vile Files, this way. <laughs> and so I kind of feel like I'm on The Vile Files. <laughs> like, I feel like I'm Hannah Ann. I will do my best uh, Nick Vile impersonation. Which, Nick Great. Vile doesn't, he doesn't really have like a, like an impersonation. A certain intonation, yeah. Yeah, you know how there are like people that are really good and fun to impersonate? And then people yeah. who are like, I don't know how to do that. He's not like Adam Sandler. No. No. Or like Hannah Brown. No. Like Hannah Brown would be fun to impersonate. <laughs> Anyways. You you listen to more Bachelor podcasts than almost anyone I know. And I say almost because of my wow. grandma. <laughs> I'm glad to be in the same vertical as Grandma Golf Cart. But you listen to more Survivor podcasts than I think anyone. Like not Probably. just anyone I know. So we're in kind of the same boat. <laughs> I feel like I need to get into the Bachelor podcast because it's definitely a rabbit hole that I like fall into, but I don't like, I don't fully like submit, like submit myself. I'm not like, take me Bachelor podcasts. Mm -hmm. I'm ready to fall into you. I mean, I think you have to start with chatty broads because like genuinely I would want to be friends with both of them. Like I always get tagged in things. They're like, your favorite podcast. And then it's like chatty broads, Ansier Unfiltered, and then like a couple other podcasts. So I think they're kind of like similar Similar personalities. They're people we could be friends with. Okay. And then they also have really great insight. And Becca was on The Bachelor, so. Uh, oh, I didn't know she, wait, is it Becca Kufrin? No, so Becca from Ari season. I think she was like 22 when she was, she had like a short pixie cut. Oh. And like then we're just starting off talking about The oh, Bachelor. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, that's the Becca, everyone was tagging me in her, her at is like, what's your sign, right? Or something like that? No. no is that someone else? I think that's someone else. There's someone from The Bachelor who apparently doesn't shave their armpits. And I went off on Twitter a couple nights ago. Becca doesn't shave her armpits. Okay, so, so that's I her. must. Yeah. yeah. So everyone was so saying fun. that she's like a great person to follow for like some yeah. body hair positivity. So mm-hmm. I followed her. But I didn't know that she was chatty brats. Yeah. 
No, it's all coming together. This is so funny because I was listening to your guys' episode from yesterday. And in your hot take, you were talking about Bachelor in Paradise. And Stephen wasn't able to participate in the Love is Blind Bachelor talk. And so I just kept pausing it and like talking to Kyle and saying like what I would say to you. So it feels very full circle that now... Now I actually get to You're talk like with you I about would this like stuff. to be part of this conversation. I would love to talk about <laughs> Love is Blind with Sierra. Uh, so before we hop into like our hot takes and everything, I mean, I guess first, mm-hmm. what you're drinking? Uh, I am drinking an oat milk latte. Delicious. What are you drinking? I am drinking ice water after my out of my bridesmaids tumbler from my soon-to-be sister-in-law. So cheers <gasps> to so the video exciting. camera. Oh, cheers. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah we'll I mean it's crazy to even think about but I, I, like her bachelorette party got canceled and it's crazy yeah. to think about how many weddings and bachelorette parties and that kind of thing are being canceled and postponed and yeah what month was their wedding supposed to be in it's in September so okay. it's still like somewhat tentative. kind of tentative safe yeah which it's I mean it's crazy to think <sighs> Uh, even a month ago we would have had no idea that something in September would be like a question mark yeah that's so crazy I know there are so many so many things being canceled it's so sad I I hope that they still get to have their wedding on like their date with their vendors and everything I hope so too I found out the other day I was doing a FaceTime call with Hannah Witten and she's getting married or supposed to get married on the same day that my brother is oh that's so exciting I was like oh that's so cute um, but I remember when they first got engaged and like both of us were freaking out and like sending each other screenshots about it. I was so Love excited. Hannah. I was so excited for them. She's just the best and I'm I'm excited for my brother to get married and I just love weddings. Mm-hmm. They just make me so excited. Oh, great. I don't go to nearly enough weddings. I know, right? <laughs> I feel like I just need to join like a club of like people in their 20s who are in serious relationships just so I can get invited to all of their weddings well like after that like we don't need to continue our friendship but like but I just want to go to the wedding yeah (laughs) dancing good food apparently some people find weddings to be like a chore which I just like can't understand because you're getting cannot relate you're getting to witness like a top moment in that person's life there's Mm -hmm. food dancing like happiness and it's free like what what is like I get that small talk isn't for everyone and there's a lot of small talk at weddings but like come on it's a fun time it's the best it's like the perfect mix of like it's romantic there's usually like alcohol and dancing and it's like a party I don't know they're just great 10 out of 10 and then even if they like aren't great then that's kind of like fun and funny yeah right like if like people go off the rails with speeches it's like still good yeah like I I don't think I've ever been to a wedding where I left and I was like that was not a good time you know exactly even even if it's not like you know maybe perfect a storybook a storybook fairy tale (laughs) it's still fun like I still had a good time oh 100 percent. and I I don't think I've ever I definitely have never been to a wedding where I don't know a single person like, no. I feel like even if you aren't good friends with all of their friends, there's always at least, like, one person you know or you can bring a plus one or you know what I mean. So I feel like there's always, I don't know, I love weddings. I feel Anyways. like especially after <laughs> having gotten married, because I actually hadn't been to that many weddings before I got married and now I've been yeah. to a, a good handful. But I mm-hmm. think 
when I was planning my wedding, I didn't have all of that much to go off of. And every little thing about it was, you know, stressful and another thing to plan and another thing to pay for. But now that I've been married for almost two and a half years, every wedding that I go to, Stephen and I always have that one moment where we like squeeze each other's hands and we're like, "Ah, I remember when we did this. Like, it's always like, you know, gives us a little reminder of our wedding and makes it like extra special. That's so sweet. Aw. I want to go to a million weddings. (laughs) And I know that won't happen for quite a while a long time um but before we get into our hot takes I think mm-hmm. what everyone wants to know is just how are you Skylar how are you doing what have you been up to very how's sweet. motherhood I am very good I feel like quarantine is kind of just like the life of a new mother anyways like I I think that the only difference was I was having people come visit a lot so like you came over, Jessica would come over like once a week, my mom would come over once or twice a week, my mother-in-law, like I was still kind of staying in my bubble, but people were coming to me and Kyle was going to work. And so I feel like a lot has changed, but also not that much has changed for my everyday. I'm not someone who was like going into an office and now I'm not, or you know what I mean? Right. And so I'm very thankful that... I haven't like lost my job or you know what I mean that I'm very privileged in where I'm at right now and so although it's a very anxiety inducing situation I'm very grateful to be one of the most fortunate in one of the most fortunate situations that people could be in um but I'm good motherhood's great Milo's good Kyle's good we're all good yay (laughs) How are you doing? I'm good. I, well, I I don't even think I told you this, but I guess if we're talking about like motherhood and pregnancy and all that stuff, I got my first period back yesterday. That's Um, so exciting. Yeah, which is like. Congratulations. Thank you. So my OB had told me that once I get my first period back, then we're in the clear to start trying again if we want to. And so our original plan had been as soon as I got that period, okay, cool. My body's ready. We can try again. But yeah. I feel like there's definitely been an added question mark because of everything that's going on in the world right now. Yeah. And it's not necessarily like a hard no, which also, you know, complicates things. Like we talked to my OB and she's like, there's no reason you can't try to get pregnant. It's just up to you if you think that would be, you know, too anxiety inducing for you right now. Yeah. So then Stephen and I, we had talked about it, but we hadn't like fully come to like a hard line decision and I know that the Mm -hmm. ball's really in my court about this Steven's not gonna push hard either way because at the end of the day I'm the one who even though it's half his baby I'm the one who went through the miscarriage and has to decide if I'm willing to go through with another pregnancy and know that that's a possibility with everything that's going on right now totally so I don't I still don't really have like a firm answer and I've got, what, two weeks to think about it? (laughs) Do you have, like, a direction that you're leaning in either way? I'm leaning towards trying just because I do want to be a mom so bad. But Mm -hmm. I think I also just want to make sure, regardless of when we bring a baby into this world, that I'm being as responsible as I can about it. Um, Not even just for the baby, but also just for me. And making sure that I'm taking care of my mental and physical health and knowing that that's going to be complicated by the state of the world right now and just trying to make sure that I make the best decision. But, you know, yeah, it's 
it's one of those things where people are going to keep having babies no matter what and Mm -hmm. as long as I am in a good headspace about it I think there's no reason that we can't yeah no absolutely I I mean I obviously am not an expert on your feelings or the (laughs) coronavirus situation I'm an expert on my feelings I mean a little bit (laughs) but I'm not you um but I feel like for me the biggest thing would be the mental health aspect of it of I think that you're someone who has dealt with your own mental health struggles but anxiety has never been your primary concern and I feel like the biggest risk with this current situation that's happening is that so many people are having such bad anxiety and that if you were already having that then also trying could add like another layer to that right um but I don't know I think that whatever you guys do you'll make the right decision and I also think that I mean you're very religious and so I think it's kind of one of those things where it's like in God's hands or in the universe's hands or you know I feel like you're you guys are going to have your child when you're meant to have it and you know you'll have the perfect one for you guys yeah Yeah, and I think that's another thing I've been thinking about is, like, I think if we do decide to try again, like, whether it be this cycle, next cycle, whatever, I do think that it it won't be as active in trying as it was before. Just because I, I think in a way I have kind of been robbed of that experience of just, like, pure bliss of finding out you're pregnant. Like, I don't think I'll ever experience Mm -hmm. that again in the same way that I did the first time. Because as soon as I see that positive, I'm going to know everything that comes with that of, okay, like Mm -hmm. we're going through this all over again. I could have a miscarriage again. You know, I'm, I don't think I'm going to get as instantly attached as I did before, even if I try to fight that. So I think making the decision to not like actively try, which doesn't really mean anything except in my head. It just means that I'm not going to get myself worked up every cycle that like, oh my gosh, this is it. I could be pregnant. Well, in like... I, I mean, I would imagine also probably not taking ovulation test strips is like religiously and tracking everything and wearing your bracelet and you might eventually get back to that place, but maybe just starting off by being like, we're just going to do what we're going to do and yeah, not put so much pressure on it. Yeah. And trust mm-hmm. that it'll happen when it's meant to happen, whether that's now or later yeah. or through adoption, it'll happen and... And I, I don't know, I'm, I'm grateful that my body is at a place where my body is saying that we're a go. Yeah. Which actually, it was very weird. I was filming a video. I don't know if I've told you about this video. I I am doing a video about how I kind of like relearned to love myself after the miscarriage. So Mm -hmm. I started, I started filming this a month and a half ago. And like, Mm -hmm. when I was in like a dark place, but knew I needed to get out of it, like I was ready to kind of get into a fresh headspace and I finished filming it yesterday and then yesterday I got my period and I was like I feel like this is the literally my body saying like we're ready to move on like we're closing the chapter we made this video we made all this mental progress and like we're ready Mm. to move on from this and so it was very I don't know I've never gotten like emotional about a period but it was like good emotional (laughs) that's so beautiful I'm so happy for you I think that I think that what you were saying about 
like not being able to see a positive pregnancy test and just feel totally blissed out, I'm sure a lot of people can relate to. And so I feel like it's really awesome that you're opening up about that and sharing your experience. Because, I mean, it's completely different and not nearly, not not the same in any way, but I had a very traumatic birth experience. And so Kyle and I have been really, really discussing if we're willing to go through that again, potentially, to have another child. And in the end, everything wound up fine, but it was like six days in the hospital and a baby in the NICU and all sorts of things. And so... I feel like it is so interesting because I went through my first pregnancy and was just like, oh, you know, childbirth will be what it is and I'm sure it'll be fine. Everyone I know has had a fine birth experience and like my mom and all my friends and everyone just talk about how it's like you're there for a day or two and maybe it's not great, but then you're home and you're good. And for us, it wasn't that. And so I think that I now view pregnancy in a different light, knowing that I'll have to go through nine, ten months of of that anticipation of the birth. You know, yeah. not even considering all the complications that could come in pregnancy. But right, well, I totally see what you mean because I remember at the end of your pregnancy, you were just full on like, "I am so excited to have this baby yeah. and get it out of me and." I'm just ready to go in. Do you think that if you get pregnant again and you you go through a pregnancy again, that at the end you will be like not as apt to be like, I just am so excited and let's go to the hospital yeah. and No, totally. I think that there are a lot of things that I would do differently and I'm sure at some point we'll do like a birth story podcast. And I think we can everyone talk more would about it. Love that. I would love it. I feel like it'd be fun. It could be fun to have Kyle on too, just because I feel like he probably had such a different perspective of everything that was happening and even little things of like Milo got wheeled off to the NICU and I didn't even, I saw him for maybe like five seconds before like he got wheeled off and then Kyle went with him. So Kyle is a lot more informed about like everything that happened in the NICU while I was still in the labor and delivery room, which was a lot. It was like surgery and x-rays and all sorts of stuff. And so I feel like it could be interesting to kind of have that opinion also but but I think that definitely going if I were to try again like I would definitely want a doula I would want like a lot more advocates I don't know and so I, I I just I related in that I feel like once you have a negative experience it kind of taints yeah it kind of and it it kind of takes away from you ever having a fully positive optimistic it takes the rose-colored glasses off for sure yes absolutely but anyways what is your hot take for today okay so my hot take (laughs) I know you're gonna agree with me but I'm pretty sure like most of the people watching and listening are gonna disagree and disagree hard and tell me that I only feel this way because I live in Southern California which is fine. Go off in the comments. <laughs> so my hot take is that what like what people say is bad weather is actually good weather. And what I yes. consider good weather is what people say is bad weather. So for example, I went to Chicago for a work trip. And everyone mm-hmm. who I had meetings with there and stuff while I was at work was like, oh, sorry you came during the worst weather. And it's like, 
20 degrees, beautiful, 20 degrees Fahrenheit, I should say, for any of our international listeners. Beautiful, snow-covered grounds. Mm. I'm in, like, a fuzzy jacket. It's fantastic. I'm cozy. I'm warm. I go outside, and my nose gets a little red from, like, the cold. I go inside and, like, warm by the fire. How is that bad? Meanwhile, then I fly home and I get off the airplane. I'm sweating. I'm hot. And everyone's like, oh my gosh, San Diego has the best weather. Which San Diego does have a pretty good climate because it's mild. It doesn't get too hot here. It's not like, you know, 110 degrees in Vegas Mm -hmm. or something. But I think, for example, today it's a rainy day. Mm -hmm. This is perfect weather. I completely agree. I think it definitely is a Southern Californian privileged thing. Mm -hmm. I think that like even nowadays I get stressed out like driving in really heavy rain. So I can't imagine if I was constantly having to like drive in snow. Um, But I think that when I experience that weather is when I'm like not having to drive a ton or I can use like other means of transportation or it's a vacation. So it's not forever. I think it would be different if I lived in that weather. But I definitely think that I prefer the cold. And like on days like today or yesterday was Kyle's birthday and it was raining so hard. And I was all, you're so lucky it's raining on your birthday and you don't have to drive anywhere. So we just like opened up all the windows and like sat out on our patio. And I just, I don't know. I feel like the gloom doesn't make me sad. It makes me happy, which is weird. It might be like my inner emo teenager. That's what I was going to say. Maybe it's because I'm a sad boy. But, like, yes. also, I can put on Taylor Swift and cry if I want. And, like, oh. if, if I put and on like, Taylor Swift. wear, like, a big sweater and drink a warm drink and just feel, like, so cozy. And if I put on Taylor Swift and cry and then I look outside and it's, like, beautiful and sunny, I'm like, man, this sucks. Yeah. <laughs> no, 100%. I completely agree with you. Wow. I All knew you silent would. silent clap. Um, my hot take is that the stork narrative is bullshit like with like I just I feel like anytime I see a stork now it makes me angry like I've never been angry before like just the idea that like you literally push out a human child like go through childbirth and then like your grandma or someone would be like, oh, the stork delivered the baby. Like, just, like, dropped it off, like, in Dumbo in, like, a nice little, like, white cloth. You're like, like no, that's bitch, just... I delivered the baby. It was me. Yes. <laughs> and I don't know, I'm sure someone in the comments will say, like, where this narrative, like, came from or, like, what. I just, every time I see a stork now, it makes me so angry. And I just feel like we should get rid of that narrative. And like storks. And storks. Also, I don't think I've ever seen a stork in real life. Oh, I've seen quite. Oh, wait. Are those storks? No, those aren't storks. I was thinking of. (laughs) At my my grandma used to live by a lake in a retirement community. And there were. Is it a stork? The ones with the really long, thin legs that like walk in the water. Is that a stork? Yes. Okay. Then I've seen. I think so. Or maybe it has a different name. I don't know. sounds so dumb people are gonna be like i miss steven steven would know what a stork is (laughs) no the people love you sky wow but i i i don't think i've ever thought that deeply about the stork narrative but now that you as a mother like explain your perspective i'm 
fully on board with ending the stork narrative. Also, it's kind of I would I would guess that it comes from the idea that like women's bodies are taboo. And so you yes. can't talk about the fact that you pushed a human being out of you because that would involve your lady bits. And so they just can't, you can't acknowledge that. Yeah, I think it's very interesting. The the idea that like everyone was birthed. So like you should be able to hear about birth because you were birthed. It's a shared also, experience. a lot of people were breastfed. So it's like, I, I don't know. I just feel like a lot of things that come in that territory are deemed very taboo. And it's like, but why? We we all have literally done it. That's probably <laughs> one of the only shared experiences that everyone on this earth has. Yes. That and like dying. Yeah. But. Except for death and paying taxes. Everything in life is just for now. We love Avenue Q. <laughs> I would love to watch Avenue Q tonight. Yeah. Like I wish that... I could just like hop in my car, go to the theater, have a glass of rosé and watch Avenue Q. That sounds like a great night. I could, we could do a a private Skype call after this or a private Google Hangout and I can interact all of it for you with Bella and Bruiser as the puppets. I thought you were going to say you had like a good bootleg or something, but no. (laughs) No. You're just going to sing it to me. I'm all, sorry Milo, you have to take a bottle. Mom's busy. Oh, I went on a walk today and uh, I had just finished going up the really steep uphill part. So it's like all pumped up, you know, it's like, yeah, I mm-hmm. did it. And I was listening to um, 96,000 from In the Heights. Oh. And I started like not verbally singing, but like lip syncing and like really like dancing as I Feeling walked. it. And then there are some houses that line these trails. And I noticed that someone was watching me from their window. <laughs> and I was like. You're like, you're welcome. You're, you're welcome. welcome for that free entertainment. Like, I just, no embarrassment. You're welcome. <laughs> I am so sad that that movie is being postponed. The release is of it? it. Yeah. Aww. It's not, I think it's being pushed till next summer. I could be wrong. But it's like, I understand because they want, it would be so easy just to like release it on streaming, but I feel like for more projects like that to happen, they have to like pull in the big box office numbers. I think Mulan's so, getting postponed too. Oh, really? Yeah. That would be interesting. Because Disney released Onward on Disney Plus, but I think that was after it had been in the theater for like yes. a couple weeks. It had already been released, so they had already kind of gotten screwed by that. But I think if it hadn't mm. been released, I don't think they would have put it on Disney Plus. Uh, I loved Onward. I saw you guys talk about it in your vlog. I loved it. It was so good. Oh, my heart. Disney just knows how to do it. They really do. I... um. I feel like we should do a virtual movie night one of these nights, but not just us, yes. like all the listeners too. So that we would could, be so fun. We could do like a Facebook group or like a Discord or something yeah. like that. And everyone could like live text while we do it. Oh, I would love that. That would be so awesome. I saw well, Steven, you should figure out a way to do that. Yeah, Steven. Or Steven or Sierra. On. Both of you guys are techie. Sorry, technical difficulty. The call stopped, but we are back. Onward. Onward Discord movie night. Yes. I'm so down. That sounds like a blast. One of my friends, Fiona, she did something like this, but with Shrek, and she (gasps) made it a fundraiser. 
So everyone oh, paid five dollars awesome. to get access to the Discord, and then all that money was donated to a COVID relief fund. Oh, that's so awesome! We should so totally maybe we could do, do that. something like that. Let us know in the comments what movie you would want us to do. Yes. That's on a streaming platform like Netflix, Disney Plus, Hulu, something that we can all like jam along yeah. to. Like maybe like Princess Diaries esque. Yeah, or just Princess Diaries, or just Princess Diaries. <laughs> I mean, we could do Princess Diaries, Mean Girls, Legally Blonde, kind of anything yeah. in that realm would be fun. Aww, that would be so much fun. Let's do it. I'm down. Yeah. I'm super down. Um, but before we jump back into this conversation, let me tell you guys a little bit more about our podcast sponsor, and that Ooh. is Cash App. Thank you, Cash App. Cash App is the number one finance app in the App Store, and they make it super easy to send money back and forth with your friends. So if you and your roommates, maybe you're having a movie night at home, you rent a fantastic movie, like one of the ones we just mentioned, and uh, you want to split the price, but you don't want to have to deal with, you know, actually handing cash back and forth just use cash app it is a free app and it makes it super easy to instantly send money to your friends and it's super convenient we use it all the time it's really really great and cash app also comes with the cash card which is a free debit card that comes with boosts and the boosts are basically like instant rewards for shopping at the places that you already do Target, DoorDash, Whole Foods, and way more. It's literally like having credit card perks, but packed into a free debit card. And one of our favorite things about partnering with Cash App is they work with us to support one of our favorite organizations, and that is the Trevor Project. The Trevor Project provides resources and crisis intervention to LGBTQ plus youth, which is such an important cause that we really, really stand behind, and we're so glad that Cash App wants to champion them as well. So, when you sign up for Cash App and use promo code UNFILTERED, Cash App will give you $10 and also donate $10 to the Trevor Project. So download Cash App from the App Store today, use our code UNFILTERED and help support us and the Trevor Project and you get 10 bucks. So it's a win-win. Thank you, Cash App. Thank you, Cash App. Woo-woo. <sighs> All right. So what else has been going on since we last podcasted together? There has been literally so much. Like so you much. moved, mm -hmm. Milo was born. I and you like, moved coronavirus before that, but I think we talked about that. Yes, did we? Have we podcasted since I've been in our new house? I think so. I, I think so because I remember titling one of the episodes. It was like Skylar bought a house. Yeah, but yeah, I. But we're like fully settled in now, which is nice. Yay. How has moving How been for you guys? good it's been good we're we're definitely taking our time more here than we did at the last place mm -hmm. I think the last place I just wanted to be like done unpacking so we yeah. rushed a lot so I've really been like okay we're fully unpacking and organizing everything in this room and then we'll move on to the next one but That's how awesome. long did it take you to do because I know you are like queen of organization and packing oh, well thank you how long did it take you to unpack your very last box Ooh, our very last box. See, I feel like the very last box goes the fastest because you're just like kind of done at that point. And so yeah. I don't know. Also, I feel like we since you guys have all of your office stuff and like Steven's office stuff and his video game stuff, I feel like you have a lot more like physical stuff than we do. Like yeah. we were just moving from a one bedroom apartment to like a two bedroom place. Right. So... I feel like, and I don't know, I, 
I really, aside from like my closet, I feel like I tend to like pare down on things. So I feel like as we were packing, I was like, we don't need this pot anymore. We don't need this anymore. So when we got here, I feel like we didn't have any like extra stuff that I didn't know what to do with because I had already kind of gone through, if that makes sense. Yeah. But I feel like that's awesome that you guys are like taking the time to like fully feel each space because you're kind of viewing this as your forever home right for sure I think the last place because we knew that wasn't a forever home but I think both Stephen and I thought we'd be there a lot longer we thought maybe five six years we we didn't like the school district that that house was in so we knew we'd move before our kids were school age but we don't have any kids yet so we were like this could be you know a seven eight year home if we wanted it to be but the business needs grew and you know, Steven needed a work from home setup for his job. And we were like, let's just do it. Let's pull the yeah. pull the trigger. And, oh, totally. you know, probably couldn't have picked a worse time. But at on the bright side, we've had plenty of time and space to unpack. Yeah, well, and I feel like that's kind of the, I feel like pretty much every situation right now. I mean, there are some situations that are just bad because of what's going on in the world but I feel like most things there's kind of like a catch-22 of like a positive side and I feel like for you guys moving I'm sure like the actual moving process was so hard and like dealing with like all of your real estate stuff and I'm sure it just was all hard but I feel like the one positive is that you guys have a lot of time at home together right now to not only unpack but figure out like how you actually live in the space and kind of like unpack according to that if that makes for sense. sure for sure and we unpacked the first things that we unpacked were like our personal living spaces so our bedroom our closet yeah. our kitchen our living room and those things are done and now it's more just honestly it's more just business stuff that we have to organize so awesome. it's good because our, we have a downstairs master in this house. Mm-hmm. So it really feels like upstairs is work, downstairs That's is home. So nice. And I I love that separation. I've been joking that my mm-hmm. commute to work like tripled because it used to be across the hall and now it's up the <laughs> stairs. I, I feel like that separation is so good. And I know for yeah. a while we had like talked about the idea of potentially like getting a studio or you guys picking somewhere that had like a granny flat. But I just feel like for you personally, like the biggest perk of the job is that you can just like walk upstairs and like be in your office and that you don't have to like fully get ready and get in your car and commute, even if that commutes like 10 minutes to get to the office to then like meet with your employees and get us started for the day. Like we can just like walk in, you can be like making breakfast and like, I feel like me, Jess, and Carly are all pretty self-sufficient and like being able to like get settled while you also get settled. And it's also so weird that none of you guys have gotten to see the space. I know. And like when I, when we bought this house, um, we had actually planned for Carly and Jess to come look at it one day um, before we officially closed on the house, but after our offer had been accepted. Yeah. And that day was like kind of when the COVID stuff had started really becoming prevalent in the U.S. And so we were like, eh, you know, better not. Let's let's yeah. not. Let's wait till next week. And then. <laughs> and then next week never came. Next week never came. But um, it'll be it'll be really exciting when you guys get to be here and we have this nice open office space. And I want to get a little conference table for our meetings. Oh, oh. And- <laughs> 
See, I feel like I'm I'm excited for the office space, but I feel like I'm more excited just like as your friend to like see the kitchen and like I, know. I don't know. It's it's so weird because I I've spent so much time at your last place to imagine you guys not living there is weird. Yeah, I mean yeah. we wanted to have like a big housewarming party and heat up the pool for everyone, and that'll be I I am optimistically hoping that maybe things will be okay by 4th of July and then maybe we can have a 4th of July get together and yeah but we'll see you know I'm not holding my breath (laughs) I know I feel like that's the that's the thing that's a little bit hard is just kind of the uncertainty of it I think that I think that helps some people and being like I don't know it could be next week it could be a couple months and then they can just kind of like ride it out but I feel like for both you and I it's like I just want to know yeah like I just, just even if it's like not till 2021 that like I can like go out and have things be normal I just like want to know so I can kind of know. like I don't know anyways yeah <sighs> but I'm glad that everything's going so well with moving it's weird yeah. that we're podcasting I feel like I'm just on the phone with you I know <laughs> I hope this is interesting well, We did kind of a dry run of this by doing an Instagram live together and that was super, super fun. And then we were like, okay, we need to figure out how to do a remote podcast and it's easier than I thought. So yeah, well, especially now that like we have it all set up, like I feel like if we were to do this like next week or the week after, I would just, I would know exactly like where everything plugs in. I also, I haven't filmed a podcast with you since January, like early January and then I feel like half the time I like set up everything but half the time Carly sets it up so it's probably been quite a while since I've like actually (laughs) like made sure that my audio levels were good and so I feel like now that we've got it it'll be a lot easier which also brings up how do we pose for a thumbnail like this (laughs) very good question I feel like we just kind of like lean into the fact that this is like a Zoom call and it's kind of funny that we're podcasting virtually. Yeah. Or I guess it's not a Zoom call. It's a Google Hangout. Google Hangout. But I, one of the things that I think is, you know, has been really cool to see is how much everyone's kind of virtually come together through all of this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people like Stephen's family is kind of all spread out over the globe, his extended family. And we did a Zoom call with all of them. You know, one mm-hmm. of them's like in New Zealand and some of them are up That's in Northern so California. Awesome. We wouldn't have seen them in person and gotten to talk to them if this mm-hmm. wasn't going on. But because of this, we're like, hey, let's do a Zoom call. Let's see how everyone's doing. And yeah. it kind of brought us together in a way that we wouldn't have normally. Mm-hmm. Last night, Skylar planned a Kyle-themed bingo virtual party for Kyle's birthday, which was so cool and so fun and yeah well it was so awesome because I feel like there were so many people that I was able to reach out to and get on the call who definitely like would not have been there even if we had thrown Kyle like a huge party because it's like they live in New York they live in LA they live all over and so I feel like half of it is like reconnecting with people who you aren't as close with but also just like logistically like some of the people that we're closest with like live in LA or live far away and just wouldn't be able to be there for things like that and so it's cool to even just like I feel like everyone's working a little harder to make those human connections than they were when you could just like go down the street and see your friend that's close by 
versus right. talk on FaceTime with your friend who's a couple hours away. I think one of the most entertaining things to see has been your family's video competitions every week. Oh, thank you very <laughs> Which much. Which I think you have to tell the podcast about because they are, I know you've posted clips on Instagram on your story which follow Skylar and I on Instagram sky.p underscore and at Schultze but Skylar's freaking family is hysterical go off I I was talking to Kyle and he was like I feel like you should actually post more because I only posted I posted like a 10 second snippet of one of them and that's all that I posted of any of them but I feel like we spent like maybe six eight hours each week just editing our videos and so they're really fun what we've decided to do is like my family my mom's family my aunts and their families and then my grandma are doing video competitions each week so the first one was we all had to create a video based on like a musical or like a movie musical and recreate a dance from it so Kyle and I did the pigs dance from Sing, the animated film, where they sing Shake It Off by Taylor Swift, which was like very entertaining. And shot for shot remake. She sent me the video. Yes. I Because you sent me the whole video and then you posted like 10 seconds of it. And yeah. Kenzie saw the 10 second snippet and, w- and brought it up when I was on um, like a Facebook call with her and Corey Aww. and how funny it was. And I was like, I have the whole thing on my phone if you want to see it. And I literally showed it to them like (laughs) through. And they were both like, I want to see all of them. Like we need a Google Drive of Sky. And not even just your guys's. Like they want to see your parents, your grandmas. Like we need this content in this time. They are. It's so entertaining. My one of my aunts did like the Pee Wee Herman dance where they're dancing to tequila. My parents did, what did my parents do? Oh, they did Beetlejuice, which was, like, really funny because my parents are, like, very extra. So they had, like, all the costumes and everything. And then the next week we did recreating Disney rides. So Kyle and I. adorable. It was just, it's so fun. And I feel like it's a fun thing to, like, Kyle's still working nine to five. Um, and so it's not like we have, like, all of this free time now. But just to get off at the end of the day and be like, okay, instead of, like, sitting on the couch where we've been sitting all day and, like, let's, like, turn on the office or whatever. It's fun to have a project. And then we've been, like, doing a big party at the end of each week with my family over Zoom. And, like, we'll do awards and everyone will vote. And it's just, like, a fun thing. I love that. That's so fun. I want to do a virtual game night with my family where we play um, Quibbage. Or Fibbage? Yeah, Fibbage. And Quiplash. Mm -hmm. I combine those two. But I feel like I've seen people do live streams playing those before. And I feel like that's something we yes. could totally do. Um, I just feel like it's so cool to see how everyone's families are kind of like bridging that gap in oh, their own ways. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, I feel like I've never talked to my mom more than I have during this time. I feel like almost every day I'm like FaceTiming her and stuff. Especially mm-hmm. I think because like my load changes so much like over the course of like a day or two. And so I yeah. think that... For my mom, she's really, really sad about missing out on that. And I think, like, Kyle's mom and you and Jessica and a lot of people are really sad about it. But I think for my mom, it's, like, kind of hitting her. And so I feel like we've been doing, like, at least a FaceTime a day. And I'll just, like, have the phone on Milo and it, like, <laughs> won't even be about me. But I feel like it's 
it's fun to I don't know even though we aren't connecting as much as we once were physically it's it's awesome that I feel like I'm almost connecting more with people virtually yeah than I ever have yeah I feel like I've been consuming more content than ever for sure yeah no definitely I think that I think that I I'm still like pretty busy with like always running around and having to do stuff with Milo and so I will a lot of times have stuff on in the background but I feel like I could imagine that more people are on YouTube than like ever before yeah I feel like now is the perfect time for us to either do another casting youtubers into a Broadway shows podcast because that's Mm -hmm. a great one to do like this over Google Hangout Mm -hmm. or finally the time to do the a tiered list of all the Disney Channel original movies and we don't have to watch them all because I know there's so many but we could we could tier rank the ones that we've both watched or one of us has watched do you know what's horrible is Kyle brought that up the other day he was like yes he was like I'm I'm debating texting Sierra and telling her that this would be the perfect time for her to finally do that video and I was like you had better not text her because she will. Like, if you give her that, like, little push, like, I feel like that's all you need. I've decided that watching them all is too much because we did the math and it would take me 23 (laughs) days straight or something like that. So I've given up on that dream. But I think doing a ranking of all the ones that we have Mm -hmm. seen is very feasible. Also, so, okay, this is going to make me sound really, really nerdy and it's fine. I just have to accept it. So, you know, I listen to a lot of Survivor podcasts. Yes. Do you happen to know, or anyone listening happen to know, what a Brant Steel simulation is? No, I do not. <laughs> okay. I'm Sorry, sad to say I do not. Because I was holding it back. Uh, so there's this website where you can enter in any character you want. So it could literally just be like, a, you just need a photo and a name. That's it. So typically it's done with survivor characters, but you could do TV characters. You could do your family and friends. And it runs a simulation of a season of Survivor based on those names. So it'll be like, uh, so here's my idea. I think I should do a Brant Steele simulation with YouTubers. So okay. it would be like Shane Dawson and JoJo Siwa found a hidden immunity idol and blindsided, I don't know, PewDiePie or something like that. And we can run through a Survivor Brant Steele simulation with YouTubers. I, just pretend it's on Survivor. Pretend it's Hunger Games. Pretend we're doing a Hunger Games simulation, but with YouTubers. Okay, so I like that idea. (laughs) But I think that what would top it would be if you made up the simulation. Like, instead of, like, plugging in and just, like, randomly having it generated. Like, you taking into account, like, how would Shane Dawson do in Survivor? How would Joey Grisecca do? the great thing about the simulation is we then have to rationalize it. Because it just says what happens. So, if it says, like... Because I've watched a lot of these Brant Steele simulations <laughs> on Rob Has a Podcast. So awesome. the best part is them trying to like rationalize why that would have happened. Yeah. So like if, you know, Alicia Marie voted out Miss Remy Ashton, why? Like what happened? We have to create a story and be like, she tried to take her video idea and she didn't like it. So she kicked her off the island. You know what, Sierra? I think it's a great idea. I'm down. (laughs) I feel like, 
I feel like in 2020, we're trying to come up with original content. And I don't think any other podcast that's in our kind of vertical of like two girls in their 20s talking about like their lives has done that. So I think we should be trailblazers. I think we should run the, what's it called? Brant Steel? Brant Steel. Yeah. We should run a Brant Steel simulation. I am so glad I have you on board. I had one more argument point that I was going to use if you weren't on board yet, but I don't, I'm okay. just going to tell you Give anyways. it to me. VidCon is canceled. This yes. is now VidCon. We're going to call it Survivor VidCon. And we're going to go to the Featured Creators YouTube page, or the Featured Creators page on VidCon's website, and choose like 20 people to be awesome. in Awesome. Done. Great. Done. You know, I have an idea. Mm-hmm. I feel like you should give me, we should figure out like the watch time for how much time it would take you to watch Westworld. And then you should figure out like how, what Survivor seasons you want me to watch. And we should figure it out so it's like the same amount of times. I'm guessing Survivor episodes are shorter than Westworld episodes. Well, how long's a Westworld episode? Long, like two hours. Oh, geez. Survivor's something. an hour. So I feel like we should figure it out and I should watch a couple seasons of West or of Survivor. You should watch a couple seasons of Westworld and then we I'm can in. like I'm level in. with each other. I'm in. Okay. okay. Well, I, I, I already know the first season that I want you to watch. I want you to watch Heroes versus Villains season 20, which okay. is the best season. And I also recently rewatched it when I was healing from the miscarriage. So yeah. it's like fresh in my brain. I'm so excited. I need to figure out what second season I want you to watch. Continue. We would have to make it like next week. But I would be interested in potentially (coughs) watching all of Tiger King again, taking notes and doing like a recap episode. Would you guys want a Tiger King podcast? Because I'm absolutely down to watch it again and we can go through it. Let us know. Or have you had it up to here with the Tiger King? That's fine too. Let us know. Comment down below. Because I I feel like. Go ahead. I feel like you and I have a lot that we could talk about with Tiger King, especially if I like went through, watched it again, really paid attention and took notes. Because I think that when I first started it, I was like, everyone's talking about this show and I was like half paying attention. I feel like I would pick up on a lot more this time. We should do it. We should do a Tiger... Even though we're late to the game, we should do a Tiger King podcast because I have so many things I want to mention. Like, yes, the fact that they were interviewing the hitman while he was taking a bath and, like, that wasn't even a thing. Like, that wasn't even... Like, yes. like that... The, the, the show was so weird. My yes. brain did not pick up on... Or, like, the, the guy, Saf, his entire interview was him sitting in a pile of trash. Yes. No, I would love to, I would love to do that. <coughs> I'm so down. Have you taken any quizzes yet to like find out who you are? No, are there quizzes? <laughs> Kyle sent me one the other day and I took it. Oh, that it. would be a can great you, part of the podcast. Can you guess who I am? You're Carol. No, I'm not, You're Carol, not Carol Baskin. Baskin <laughs> the most hated character. <laughs> well, <I'll> screw you. <laughs> I think, okay, let me rephrase. I think you are actually what carol baskin thinks she is wow which is a really high compliment because she clearly thinks she's great i can't with you just without like missing a beat you're carol baskin i'm a husband killer 
Kyle, I know you're upstairs right now. Watch out. I'm going to feed you to the cats. Like, <laughs> wow. Sorry. Great. I, in my Sarah? brain, I was thinking, yeah, like, you know, she's got some issues, but she's also, like, the only person <laughs> she's got who... Some... Are you talking about me or Carol Baskin? <laughs> Carol Baskin, not I you. I thought you were talking about me. You don't have any issues. You're great. 10 uh, out of 10. I wouldn't go that far, but it's okay. <laughs> got some but, issues not as many as carol baskin not as many as carol baskin but carol baskin as much hate as everyone gives her in the series and rightfully so in some ways she's like the only person who like hasn't been convicted of a crime yeah i okay and like also isn't on meth i would i would like to watch the series again before like formally stating this but I think my opinion on Carol Baskin is kind of similar to my opinion on Barb from The Bachelor as to where I didn't like her, but I also didn't hate her as much as everyone else did. I did not hate Carol Baskin as much as everyone else did. And, okay, so he, here's my thing. Did Carol Baskin <laughs> This is kill- just turning into our Tiger King episode. <laughs> we definitely have to do a Tiger King episode We have. To, I'll keep this short because I'll, I want to save it all for the Tiger King episode. But here's the thing. Did Carol Baskin kill her husband? I can't answer that. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Was Carol Baskin's husband definitely not the best guy? Probably. I mean, she was 19 and he literally, like, picked her up off the side of the road and asked her to hold a gun to his head. Like, come on. And then I believe that he definitely could have disappeared being that he had definitely some like sketchy business dealings and was always you know flying really low going to these different places there were definitely some red flags so I am not team like everyone go cancel Carol Baskin and say that she killed her husband because I don't I don't know I don't know and she's also a real person who's alive and is definitely going to be dealing with a lot because of this Mm -hmm. and so I do feel some empathy for her because of that yeah but is she definitely not on the is kind she of definitely high not the person that you want your best friend to say she <laughs> remind me of carol baskin yes but i also want to go as carol baskin for halloween this year i told kyle i was like do you know how many people are going to be joe exotic and carol baskin like i yeah, feel like that's just <laughs> me and steven i feel so like maybe i should be joe exotic and steven should be carol baskin yes I feel like that maybe makes a little more sense. Or Stephen yeah. could maybe be like, was it Joe? Is Joe the one who like, why am I forgetting? It's not Doc. The one who took over. Jeff. 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 I feel like yeah. Stephen has kind of Jeff energy. That of like that to quiet. me is the biggest insult more than Carol. <laughs> Jeff is sketch. But like, I feel like I could imagine Stephen in a Jeff costume more than Stephen in a Joe Exotic costume. Like just like a hat. Just kind of like a straight every man. Have you seen the trend on TikTok of the Joe Exotic 10 fingers? You know, the girls who do the 10 finger challenge where it's like, I am gay. I've had two husbands most of my life. I got a judgment on me from some bitch down in Florida. And you do 10 fingers. I love it. We should put a a pin in this, though, and come back to this in our Tiger King episode. I agree. Do we we want to make a plan? to rewatch this week so that yes. we can take notes and do a Tiger King podcast next week. I am down. But that also means it pushes my VidCon Survivors at War simulation back. 
So. But I feel like that's timely whenever. Like that. That that's will, true. That will be its own entity whenever we put it out. <laughs> like that's, as Hannah Ann said, a finasco in itself. <laughs> that's true. But Tiger King, <laughs> like, true. we're we're a little late. So putting it out in two weeks from now, like, we'll have to put it out two weeks from now, not any later. I, I want to work on, like, a master list of the best shows to binge that are on, like, Hulu and Netflix yes. right now to post for you guys because I feel like I've definitely, I, I haven't actually watched that much TV and, like, not even TV, but, like, Netflix, Hulu shows that like that during this. Mm-hmm. But before that, when I was recovering from the miscarriage, I watched everything yeah no absolutely I feel like that was kind of me in my last like month of pregnancy when I like wasn't really coming into work but I was like staying home and yeah no I feel like I have so many tv and movie recommendations especially TV. which I feel like America's Next Top Model is definitely one of the worst shows but also one of the best shows to binge and it's such like I know that that's probably not the best influence on me. I'm well aware. You know, there's some not so body positive things that are said. But the makeover episodes, the ghosty episodes, I can't stop. It's so yeah. good. I have never watched America's Next Top Model. But have <gasps> you watched Hulu. Have you watched Next in Fashion? No, what's that? So it's Tan France from Queer Eye. He's like the host of it. And it's basically like, did you ever watch Face Off? I feel like you wouldn't have watched Face Off. It was like Uh a special effects makeup show. I heard of it, but I don't think I ever watched it. So it's like they have all these designers and they're all like creating runway looks. And I think it's kind of similar to the energy of like Project Runway, America's Next Top Model. But like they have an episode where it's all like plus size models and it's like very diverse and I don't know it's it was really cool and I feel like I usually don't like like fashion-y type shows because I do feel like they can be a little triggering is the wrong word but I just feel like I don't necessarily always feel the best after watching them but I feel like it was so focused in on like the actual designs and the designers and then the models also were all different races and genders and I don't know it just it was awesome so recommend I'll have to watch that it's really good let us know down in the comments if you guys have any favorite bingeable shows that we should compile into a list I know Glee is like a great show to binge because I recently rewatched it did you rewatch all of it all of it wow I don't think I've ever watched the final season of Glee I had not either and I didn't realize that until I rewatched it and then you were like what's going on (laughs) yeah I think I stopped about halfway through the second to last season yeah. When I was watching it as it came out, I was like, this is too much. But then I watched the last episode when it aired. So in my mm. brain, I had finished it because I remembered the last episode. Yeah. But I definitely had not. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's one that I need to rewatch. There are a couple of Kyle's like all-time favorite shows that I've never watched. Like I've never watched Lost. And he keeps trying to convince um. me to like get into some of those more like sci-fi whatever shows but I just I never finished Lost either because it got weird yeah that's what I hear first season's great I don't know 
I'm excited that you might watch Westworld. I'm excited is, that you might watch Survivor. Now watching it, it is violent. Okay. But I and I I don't like all the violence. You know, I've like literally walked out of Marvel movies before, like crying, being like, everyone just killing each other. Like I'm very like soft. So people like scalping each other in Westworld, like a lot. But I feel like it's all like it's all very necessary and very story driven. So to me, um, if you can handle it, I know I can handle it. Cause I think <laughs> Hey. <laughs> Cause I I know I'm I'm sensitive, but I know you're more very sensitive. sensitive. <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, <sighs> I'm trying to think of like what else has happened that we wouldn't want to make it's like own episode yeah because i feel like birth and all of that will have to be its own tiger king will have to be its own survivor brant seal vid connor's at war will yes. have to be I, I need to get a better title i feel like i feel like the more niche that title is the better because i feel like our core our core listeners are gonna listen and like yeah. they'll enjoy it and then i Maybe. feel like I feel like if that's popping up on someone's like recommended page or they're just stumbling upon it, they're only going to be invested if they like care about Survivor and like that kind of stuff. I just got a great idea. As you were saying, there are, are there are some core listeners who will listen to anything. Shout out to you guys. We should do a ranking, like a March Madness bracket of all the silly songs with Larry and have them face off against each other. So into it. <laughs> I am so into that. Yes. We could definitely listen to all the silly songs with Larry because yes. they're short. And so whereas watching all the Disney Channel original movies is a big undertaking. Yes. I bet we could listen to every silly song with Larry in a couple hours. We could also rank all of the Young Humma songs. <gasps> Does our audience but know about Young Humma? Is Young Humma too niche? <laughs> <laughs> If you're listening to this and you like silly rap music, I'm going to I'm going to say it's silly. Look up Young Humma, Y-U-N-G-H-U-M-M-A and start, Flint Flossie. Start with Let Me Smang It because that's mm-hmm. the original. That's like the first song. And you have to watch the music videos. If yes. you just listen the songs, to the music, you won't really get it. You need the music video. Then what would you say to go to next? I was going to say like, treat, treat me, me like, like a, a farmer. A farmer? Yeah. <laughs> no, treat me like a pirate. That's what it is. Yes. Treat There's me like also... a pirate and give me that booty. Yes. Is the lyric. And then naughty farmer. And then naughty farmer. There's I'm just... a naughty farmer. I grow straight freaks. <laughs> this is like what when Sierra and I would like go to parties we would like take the ox cord and put this on and everyone at the party would just be like what is happening (laughs) but big fan I bet there because we don't I don't think we like listen to every young humma song I think we just listen to like the core four you know I bet he I bet he's released more songs too than the last time we like searched for him on YouTube I think that could be a great rabbit hole. Maybe we through. could get him on the podcast. <laughs> we haven't interviewed someone in a while. A quarantine interview with Young Humma. With Young Humma. I have so many questions I would love to ask Young Humma. Same. Like, honestly, is 
is he joking or is he in on the joke? Like, is he not in on, on the joke or is he? I want to yeah. know. But is that offensive to ask? Because then what if I he's don't know. Not? Yeah, what if he's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. A joke? Like, what joke? Like, like I do am you a think I'm farmer. a joke? I grow straight <laughs> And then freaks. you fight. And you have another another Over scandal. Skype. Like, how you had a scandal with Mike Tyson because he stole our <laughs> Pokemon gummies. We're still not over that, Mike Tyson. Oh, gosh. People (laughs) are really like, what are they talking about? The camera just turned off because the battery died. And since I am filming alone, I can't get up to change it. So I guess this is a good place to end the podcast unless you had anything else you wanted to add. No, I feel like that was perfect. It can go go feed Milo. He'll be a happy baby. Does Milo have a favorite song yet? He loves the song Dance Monkey. Which, like, mm. I don't particularly like. Like, it's a very, it's a TikTok song, I feel like. I mean, is it popular places other than TikTok? I don't know. I, I don't, like, I, listen to I the radio. I bet it's being, like, played on the radio now because it's, like, so popular on TikTok. But it, to me, it's definitely, like, a funny TikTok song. And he, like, literally could be screaming, crying. And if I turn on that song, he'll hear, like, the first ding of it, and he'll, like, turn his head, and he'll start, like, shaking his body and get, like, very excited and dance. So a lot of times if he's, like, a little upset, Kyle and I will just, like, turn it on, and then he's just a happy baby. So Have you introduced him to any silly songs with Larry or Young Hama? Um, I bet I've played VeggieTales for him. I yeah. don't think I played Young Humma for him. I feel like there's That'll a window where you be... can play Young Humma and he doesn't understand yes. it. And like then there's going to be a big window where you can't play Young Humma. And then a window where he's old enough that like, okay, you can laugh at treat me like a pirate and give me that booty. Yes. I will play Young Humma for him tonight. And if he dances, I will send you and Steven a good video of it. Oh, I promise. Thank you. I appreciate it. These are this is the content I'm living for. It was really also, cute today. I started playing Thunder for him by Imagine Dragons, and he was like rocking out. And I was all, "You look just like a mini Kyle." <laughs> That's so cute. Um, also, I have a su- uh, suggestion. I have a suggestion or a submission for your parents, your family's next um, mm. themed video. Yeah, I think they me. should reenact a silly song with Larry because there's so many good ones to choose from. Wait. That is brilliant. Right? Thank wow. you. My genius is finally being recognized in the form of Silly Songs with Larry. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to text my family right now and let them know. Because I, that, yes, that's fantastic. Which one would you do? Because I feel like everyone's going to do Where Is My Hairbrush? Because that's like, that's like people who say their favorite Taylor Swift song is like, You Belong With Me. Yes. Uh, well, Kyle and I considered doing Dance of the Cucumber for our dance reenactment. Just because it's such a funny, like, two-person dance. But I don't know. I don't know. Well, why don't I let you guys know when we film our Tiger King episode what I end up doing. So I'm sure my family will go for that. And then our March Madness face-off of all the Silly Songs with Larry songs. Which yes. I feel like we're going to have some differing opinions. Because I yeah. I would guess you think Song of the Cebu is annoying. And I love Song of the Cebu. Like, yes. I really love it. Also, I we've discussed this before, but I definitely am the Archibald Asparagus to your Larry the Cucumber. Like, when he comes in, he's all, Stop being so silly! So silly. <laughs> We're 
are going to get emails saying, where's my water buffalo? Why don't I, Why have, don't water I buffalo? have a water buffalo? Are you prepared to deal with that? I don't think so. That's literally, that's us. That's us. That is so, so. us. Oh my gosh, oh. I can't stop laughing. Um, oh gosh. But thanks guys for watching and listening. Woo. Let us know down in the comments which of our ideas you are here for and which you want us to burn in a, a trash dumpster fire. Um, even though we probably won't listen because I'm really committed to this March Madness Silly Songs with Larry. Well, and I also feel like because we're doing this over video, it feels a little more like informal. Like we always wear like our comfy clothes, but we're like, for me, I'm not like in your studio. Like I'm also in my home, like you're in your home. So I feel like. You could be not wearing pants and I would have no idea. Yes. For the first time in forever. And so I feel I feel like we can do more of these like silly episodes. And I feel like it was important that we did like one kind of catch up episode. And I'm sure we'll do episodes on like childbirth and all sorts of things. But I feel like it's fun to start having like dedicated episodes of like, let's do your survivor bracket simulation thing. Brant Steel. <laughs> Brant Steel simulation. <laughs> I'm here for it. Uh, um, all right. Well, I love you. And I love, I love you. you guys listening. Um, thank you for hanging out with us today. Hope you have Woo. a good rest of your week and you stay safe and you stay home. And we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>